Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going because we've had, <clears throat> so far, pretty darn good conversation on the Audible July, what, 19th, 2016 version. We've also had some you very colorful uh, discussions off mic. We've had some very <laughs> colorful off mic It's been a colorful Tuesday. Yeah. It's weird how you guys aren't sneaky enough not to get caught doing certain things. It's no. mind-boggling. I was caught posing with Genuine back with Kevin Ewald. You were. You were. You were in Rocking Genuine. a terrible stash. That was, by the way, a cover photo on Hogshaven for a few days. So so terrible. Um, <clears throat> some of you guys rec- remember that from 2000. I think that was 2009 or 2010. Kevin looks great. White, uh, black velvet jacket. I look terrible with with a mustache. I'm gripping Genuine's shoulder, and he, he looks visibly uncomfortable. That would be too. But that's that. That's a story for the past. This segment is all about ranking our all-time favorite defensive backs. We're including cornerbacks and safeties. Even a uh, up-and-comer, scrappy walk-up type safety. Why not have one of hey, those? Hey, come on. Why not have one of those? <clears throat> As we always do in these kinds of conversations, we want to eliminate maybe an obvious one, a consensus number one, an all-timer. Um, I think Daryl Green goes without saying here. I, I agree. It's uh, it's on the shoeless Joe level of uh, legendary, the Babe Ruth. I mean, he could call his own shots in the defensive backfield. We don't need to discuss everything that everyone knows. He was no amazing. brainer. God All right. bless him. Okay, good, good. I'm glad that that's the way we feel about it. Is there a second one you would throw out? I have one. Now, last week we did wide receivers. Art Monk was a consensus throwout. We also threw out Charlie Ta- Taylor. I think it's kind of a nod uh, to a generation of, of player we didn't see, but we recognized as great. Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Okay. okay. I believe so. All right. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't for the life of me rank Sean Taylor. Couldn't rank him because I well, think you saw he's, him play. But he's still a a player, and just in my, it's just my opinion. I couldn't rank him because he's he's someone who's in his own category again. He wasn't so here long. He's not one of your all time five well, favorite. Well, I think he's beyond that. Is is what I'm saying? Is I I couldn't I, I it just wasn't in me. I'm like you know what? He was a special player that we got to enjoy. Unfortunately for you know four seasons, and he 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 would have been a game changer. He he could have extended Joe Gibbs for two more years. He, he could have done so many different things for this organization. I thought he was a special guy, special player. We just didn't get to see him enough, so I didn't think it was fair to put him somewhere where their guys played, you know, for some longevity, put up some, you know, incredible numbers. I just, I didn't find it right. I took him out. Well, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't agree with throwing him out of the discussion because that, that's the exact kind of discussion we would have about any player, why he would or wouldn't make your top five. But it was only cut short. For reasons out of his control, and that's the only reason. Well, but we're talking about all-time favorite Redskin. Still, I mean, I I just I I didn't feel comfortable because I had other guys I watched for twenty years. I was thinking more like a Pat Fisher, who's a Hall of Famer, who finished playing before we, before I was well, right before I was born. Um, I think what was he? He was one of the seventy greatest Redskins. Is he a Hall of Famer? Actually, I, no. I thought that he he's not. He's no. not a Hall of Famer. He's not. He only ranks seventh yeah. on the on the list for yeah. Oh, but he was legendary in, yeah. in the lore of my family. I was yeah. told. I know I didn't get to see him play. I didn't. I was two years old when he played his final down, but 
I was told about him from my uncles on both sides of my family as if you know, I could picture who he was. Just a 5'9", scrap iron, just nut, knucklehead tough guy. I love it. Uh, so I got him as number three on my list. All right, so we're not throwing him out. Uh, well, you know, we can do whatever you guys want, but I, I also was 50-50 on Sean Taylor. I brought the question up, and you guys disagreed, and I sat right in the middle, and I said, let's get the sweatiest Pete in town. That's, see if that's you can true. Well, did, did Fisher make your top five? No. Okay, so, I mean, I think he's a top five. He's a top five all-time DB, but this, this is partly your, our your favorite. favorite. Of course, oh. of course. Oh, That's favorites. why, okay. I'm, and this is the week I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stray so you from know like what? giving the uh, guys from the past the nod. Let's so throw him out as, our, as a... Taylor out? Then let's throw out Pat Fisher. Holy moly. We're throwing out Taylor, too? No, 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 no. No, no we can't throw out Sean I just Taylor. I wanted to put it Fisher down that I nod. took him out of my Fisher side. for the, the nod. Because that's why he's on mine. Fine. Fair Fisher enough. for the nod. I got you. Fisher for the nod. That's, that's fair. All right. Because, we, because and I still feel terrible about the fact that nobody had Chris Hamburger on their list for linebackers. I mean, that was just unforgivable. It's a travesty. Travesty. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait. What? What? He should have been. He is a Hall of Famer. It. He should have been. He should have been a throwout. All right, all right. So, so Pat Fisher and Daryl Green for the purposes of of this all time favorite Redskin list of defensive backs, they are ineligible because we um, respect them and love them and put them right at the top of the, uh, the the heap. So that means that we have room for five other guys. Not our deepest historical position of legends. Oh boy! I mean that that comes out that come when you when you when you go through this position. Th- this is two positions really. There, there's a I think there's a lot of like favorite. There's a lot of guys that came through that we loved, but I, they're not like uh, uh, you know. I mean, shoot, they're not they're not Art they're not Art Monk. You know, they're not Gary Clark. They're not even the we got Gary Daryl Clark Green. era. I mean, we had Dale Green, and there was nobody else that really even came close to rivaling him, much less had a, even remotely the kind of career, just just longevity. They just never had it here. Had it years and years and years ago in the, you know, 50s, 60s. No offense to Barry Wilburn. Stuff like that. No offense to Barry come Wilburn. Come on, come on, come on. Or Vernon Dean. They, they're on my both honorable mention. Give me your give me, give me a name, give me a guy so that you we know uh, we know who's not there. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out right away. Anyway, yep. D'Angelo Hall. He did not make my top five. Nor mine, but I like the all. He didn't make either one of your five. No. no. And I and I've been I've my last few lists have probably been a little heavy on the more recent guys, so. He's he's in the conversation. He deserves to be he deserves to be considered because he, you know I think things that he has going for him. Uh, he was a Redskins fan. Um, certainly came into the league with a lot of flourish. Hasn't been. I mean he, he hasn't had. He doesn't sweat much for an older guy. <laughs> Great beard, good singing voice, smells terrific. I, I don't know. I, I would just say he's probably he didn't make my top five all time favorite. But I I love watching him. So he's number, he's my number two. Wow, wow, he's my number two. Mm. Only because of the la- of what he did last year and what he's doing now, making that transition. I-, I think he's finally, even though he still chatters and still gets into it with people, uh, I think that his 
heart for this organization right now is in the right spot, and he's 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 sacrificing, you know, his a lot, and not to mention his body, the way that that guy flew around last year. I hope he does. I hope he figures out a way to play smarter this year, because I think he can be a valuable asset to this team. Um, this is how I I'm breaking from my last uh, few weeks in terms of how I've ranked these people. It's right now. I think he's he 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 kind of like is part of the heart and soul of this team right now. And and I love watching it. As much as I didn't really like him when he first got here, he, he's been extremely solid. He is, to me, a Redskin forever. I mean, that's interesting. I do still I do still think a little Falcon, maybe teeny tiny bit of Raider. Not not, not really the Raider. Um, I'll tell you that what. That was when he was young. and you He's know, way more of a Redskin quite, than Deshaun Jackson. He didn't get it back then. He got it when he got here. <laughs> really? He's way more of a Redskin than Sean Jackson. Just Sean Jackson. Uh, he's way more of a Redskin than Thanks. a lot Sean of guys is. who've come here from other places. I'll give him that. He's Redskin. Is he on your top five? No, but he's a Redskin. He's a Redskin. He's ap- I, I've never said D'Angelo Hall is on a Redskin. Man, he's just not my top five. That's all. There's not. There's a lot of guys. Sort out there. of there's, just did. There's, there's there's forty years of Redskin shit with 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 the lore of generations past. Uh, yep. You know that's not. I like D Hall. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with him being on T's list. Two is a little crazy. <laughs> but. What I don't mind that. What, what, what uh, do you got? What do you got? Give me your dark horse. Give me your. Uh, I don't, I don't, well, I know I have a guy who I'm not sure is on your top fives, but he's on my top five. Um, Alvin Walton. Yeah, well, he's my number two. He's your number two? Yes. Oh. Then, then give me some Alvin Walton because I know I know you got some stuff written down in that pad. Well, well, I, you know, when Matt, <laughs> when John Madden does the game and says he's my favorite player in the league, but well, yeah. I'm not doing a Madden, but he. he the hardest hitter I've ever seen, but yet the best tackler. Yeah. Right? He was in love with him. The guy had a mohawk forever. And then when he, I, forget, I wish I could pull who it was against, when he shaved the front of the mohawk into, into an, an arrow. arrow. Yeah. And he was standing on the sidelines looking across the field in pregame, and the camera shot was live up on him. And I was thinking, that's the baddest mother <laughs> I have yeah. ever Scene. He was crazy, and he was one. He was, obviously he was a fan favorite. Number forty was a bad dude, but afterwards, you know, he went ahead and won. He won one for the Baltimore Stallions in the CFL, like three years later. Like that, the guy was just like a, he was a cult hero with everything. He was he a did. warrior. He was a warrior oh. on, on a football field. He didn't make it for me in my top five only because his numbers didn't quite get up there. He was still. I mean, if you're just going on pure, like when you were a kid, he led the team in tackles three years in a row. He was a bad. He was the baddest dude we had on the field. Still didn't stack up to some of the other guys, and 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 it just. But it's a great pick. I mean, you can't knock it. I'm just saying why he didn't get mine is because he didn't have you know huge numbers. Oh, this is favorite. I'm talking about the collisions. Oh, yeah. he was a, no, he was a bad man. I get it. I have two players. What, what, what do you got? Walton what, is he? Yeah. Is he? No, wait. Walton's my number four. Right. Where is he on you, Cam? Number Kevin? two. My second favorite D-back all time for the Washington Redskins. I adored him. I don't want to take up all the good answers, but I, I'll give you, since I gave you my number four, I'll give you my number five, and then I'll turn it over to you guys for a couple names. Sammy Ball. Did he make you guys? You sneaky son of a bee. No, no, but I get you. He was, a, he was a defensive back on our team. He led the NFL in interceptions, right? Yeah, he led the NFL in interceptions. Um, I, I love, I love, I, obviously I didn't get to see him play every week, um, you know, uh, when he was playing for the Redskins, but 
He's he's a legendary player. Uh, he's a charter member of the Hall of Fame. Um, original badass. Obviously a slinger uh, on offense. Yeah, he was awesome. But he intercepted balls. He was a, he was a factor on punting, defense. Led the NFL in punting, I believe. He still holds punting records that stand today. Um, so I don't think it's tongue in cheek. I don't. I I think he is. Every Redskin fan knows who Sammy Ball is, and I think every Redskin fan knows that he's one of the all time greatest skins. Period. Um, we did. Did, did we, we? We haven't had a chance. We haven't ranked punt. Have we? Have we ranked punters yet? So we haven't had a we're chance not, to rank not him yet. Rank no, because I would have remembered if someone said Roby. Yeah, Reggie, Roby. Reggie Roby. Sammy Ball gets in the conversation for me heartily Good pull. at Good defensive pull. back. That's a yeah. cool pick. Like uh, he's my number five, and it, you know what? I, he probably should be. If, if, there, if he's on a list of Redskins players, he should probably be number one. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm keeping him at number five. I got some guys, you know, that I that I love sure. more than him. T, give me a low pick. Give me one of your low bo- low boys. I'll go with my low boy next. All right. I'll give you num- my number. Hold on. And I can come up if you like. No, you go. You haven't done one yet. Have you? I, well, I got Walton on there. I got a little in on him. Go but I, I, I'm going to give you my number five, and it's my guy, Fred Smoot, friend of the show. Whoa, number six. He's my it, heart. It's, uh, it's actually exactly what I was going to throw out there. All right. Well, then, then have at it, buddy. Cause, he's, my uh, five. he's my five. Of course, I just enjoy the shit out of him. He's great. He was a competitor on the field. Obviously, he was a mouth off of it, but he was a positive, fun quote. It was, you know, it wasn't self-serving or look at me. It could be, but he did it in a cool way to make you think it wasn't. Yeah, he was just a smooth cat. He made it fun. Hey, you know, Fred, if you're listening, and Fred does every once in a is. while. I, ha- I I moved Sammy Ball above you, and I uh, I, I I hope you'll understand. <laughs> smooth man, Sammy Ball. Sammy Ball. He probably You're would, getting a text. Would love some basil. Soon. Basil Hayden. Some gentleman Jack. Where do you got him, T five? I had him at five. Nice. Same reasons as you. You know? Yeah, I was, thought he was a warrior though when he was here. Yeah. During, you know, tough times, but he put up numbers, man. I mean he put up numbers when he was here. He was he was fun to watch. I think he's the kind of guy that if he's on a, your opponent's team, you don't like him. Oh yeah. But when he's on your team, He's your boy, and didn't he? And then uh, he did come on the show, so yeah. And didn't he go on that cruise That's with a your brother sugar. Brett? Did they, did they ever go on that cruise together? Yeah, yeah Brett just missed it. <laughs> just missed oh, it. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Look, you know, for, luckily for Brett, but yeah, that was great. Everyone tried to be like, "Oh, it's Smooch's fault." Sorry, the most fun guy gets blamed whenever he's having the most fun time. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's such such crime. But all right, what uh, where are we at now? Does everyone have two off their list? I believe this is correct. I guess. Yes. Does everyone have Ken Houston on their list? Because I do. Ooh. He's my number three. I think, he, I mean, he's a seven-time Pro Bowler with the Redskins. Again, another yeah. guy who came from somewhere. He played yeah. uh, the beginning part of his career with Houston Oilers. Um, but he was great uh, as a Redskin. He, 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 he just missed my window of, of, of when knowing, I, when, of like, being conscious and yeah. understanding and loving and getting into it. I mean, he just missed. I knew who he was when I was a kid. I just never really watched him play, which is the only reason right. why he got into my honorable mention. He was, I mean, my love for Sean Taylor made me learn about Ken Houston. And in fact, uh, when I first started running Hogs Haven, I did this thing called Redskins by the Numbers, and I went through, I didn't even get all the way up to 99, but I was going through one, you know, 
my favorite guy, not the best guy who ever wore a jersey, but my favorite guy who ever wore a jersey. And uh, for number 27, I picked Brad Edwards. And it was basically the strength of a Super Bowl performance, and I got to tell a, a halftime story that I, that I liked. Um, but I got butchered by the Redskins faithful for writing an article about number 27 uh, and, and going Brad Edwards instead of Ken Houston. And, and I mean, he, he, is a, he is a beloved member of the Redskins family. You weren't trying yeah. to slight him, were you? No, no, not no, in any that, that, I just had a story I wanted to tell. I had two interceptions in the Super Bowl yeah. and, and, and could have been the MVP if it wasn't for Mark Griffin being so clean-uniformed. Yeah. Yeah, but I get that. I can see that. But that's because T and I are born two weeks apart, and but you're younger. But I don't really, yeah. So he's not running the outskirts of mine. Not no, not at all. No. no, I read and I understand what, yeah. a, what yep. a badass he was. I get it. I just, you know, I can't say he's my top five favorite. He that's was all. your number what? He was my number three. Nice. All right, I'll give you my number four. And it was, uh, I just couldn't, couldn't turn away from the talent level. Champ Bailey is my number four. Ooh, he's my number two. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I, I put a lot of expectation on him when he was here. I remember if anyone ever caught a pass on him, I unfairly at my young age thought that I was like, wait, he's just not that good. That guy just caught a pass on him. You know, we were Daryl Green, Deion Sanders era guys. Guys just didn't catch passes on these dudes in their prime. But man, he was pretty special and he gave us a lot on Sunday and he was a super talented human being. He was the best player on our team. He was. When he, when he played for us, he was the best player on the field. In fact, he was often the best player on the field for both teams. Um, I think from a talent perspective, he might be the best cornerback who's ever come through Washington. And uh, He's my number four as well. He, God, it sucked watching him just, go. It just sucked. We don't have to live the Clinton That's why he's my number four. I think you're right. I think he was probably the most talented, probably the most true shutdown we probably had talent-wise here, but just wasn't here long enough. I don't know if he ever hit his true un, unforgiving for my end. You know, the ceiling. I never thought. I think he was supposed to be the greatest of all time. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of how I look at it. Seven overall pick in the first round. We wheeled and dealed. Um, you know, he came in. He was as advertised. He started from day one. Quarterbacks avoided him. Uh, he could return punts. Uh, they played him a wide receiver. He was exciting. He he was absolutely the entire show. Um, I, I played in a pickup football game at the time over at American University, and it was stupid. But you know, and and we, we took it seriously because we were young and stupid. But there was this one guy who always wore a Wayne Crebet jersey, and he, and he was a better. He was a good receiver. And I remember we were playing them one time, and I had a sweatshirt on. And uh, I don't know, it was about you know halfway through the game, and I had been covering this guy. And I whipped off the sweatshirt, and underneath the sweatshirt, I had a Champ Bailey jersey. And like everybody was just like, oh! You know? And I think the strength of that jersey shut him down for the rest of the game. That's how good Champ Bailey was. His jersey made you better. Oh, my God. You guys know, you guys know about that. I've never worn anybody else's jersey. Oh, really? No. Never. Never. Any sport. Any sport. Except for the Ole Kolzig jersey you wore at Halloween with it Friday the 13th. It says Strachan on it, and it's number 13. And it wasn't number 13. Yes, it was, because it was given to me by the Capitals when they did Scholastic Sports America. They did a feature on me. It says Strachan, and it says 13. Didn't say Olzig. I don't own another Kevin, person's jersey. I think he might have you on this one. But he did Trust me, like I've goalie. never bought nor ever desired to wear somebody else's jersey. All right. 
That's fair, especially this day and age. Mm. Sad. I'm, 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 I'm going to come back to the show. Somewhat soul-crushing. Research. I think you accidentally had a jersey on at one point. I, uh, it says Strachan. Whoever's listening, number thirteen. You no, have I'll any you, pictures no, no. of I, tea I, in a jersey? I, I, I wouldn't know, I so I give you that one. I'm not arguing that because I, I would have no idea. I believe you. Copy the real deal seal. I just thought the best the part of the story was he wore an only the Coles only the goalie jersey that said Strachan on it with a Jason Friday the Thirteenth mask and knee pad. Goalie field pad. hockey, field hockey pad. Looks like so I, was, I looked was, like I was in the crouch position in my wheelchair <laughs> the entire night. It was a night. great Halloween costume. Every time I saw him, I giggled. I couldn't. You just couldn't help it until he was like, "Get me two vodka, blah blah blah." I'll see you in an hour. I was like, "All right, I'll be right back." So that means you only have no one, one got left? by me all night. No one, one got one by me. All no one got one by you all night. Nope. Two left or one left? Two. I have two. You have. We all have two. No, I got one left. Yeah, Ken's got one. T has two. Who was your number two? <laughs> champ. Oh, Champ was your number two. My T- number one T- still out there. Three. Start off with your number three, T. We haven't hit anyone's number one yet, have we? No. But my number th- three is Sean Springs. Wow. Talk to me about that. He's a local guy. Yeah. He was an honorable mention all met with me in 92. Hold on. His, his name was written directly next to mine. In, and Kevin. <laughs> no, no. Mine was D-back. It was the next year. But he also, we played against him. He played for Silver Spring Boys Club, but we played for Maple. Yeah, yeah we played against, against him when he was kids. As kids. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's, he's a local guy. He, he, he was, yeah, he was our guy. Yeah. He was our guy for a while. And, um, you know, it didn't. It wasn't the greatest career, but the fact that a local guy was playing for our team, you know, and doing the things that he was doing, even at the times when he got hurt, you know, he stuck it out. Uh, wish it was a, a little bit of a better year, but if this is a little bit more about, you know, who's your favorite, not so much yeah, who's the yeah, best. Yeah, it was a class yeah, act. Without a doubt. I can't, I can't not, you know, couldn't, couldn't keep him off. As as, no way. What was Smoot's nickname for him? The English butler, the butler, the fancy oh, butler. What did he call him? About it was, Sean? It was the funniest nick because he always dressed to the nines. And he called him like the fancy Englishman or something like the English butler or something. Sean will come on this show. He's, he's oh, a, Sean will definitely come on the show. He and I did uh, the spring game two years ago together. Um, I think it was two years ago. He's a good guy. Well, what uh, if he says this? I'll we've come got on some the mutual show. friends. He'll definitely come on. I'll come on the show if Strachan wears my jersey. Ooh. What are you going to do then? Oh, where's Jersey? Yeah. Cool. I love it. Falls down. You'll never find a love like that, Kevin Ricca. All right. My number three love. But he's like going to have to wear mine. He's going to have to wear mine at the same time. I went with the, uh, <laughs> the old stalwart, bad, mean, the guy that just exemplified tough to me growing up, Mark Murphy. Number seven for me. He's my number three. He is a couple of Pro Bowls, big Super Bowl ring on. I know he's now the president and CEO of the Packers. He was just a... He, wasn't he the athletic director at Notre Dame for a while? Uh, was, no, uh, no, no, no. Northwestern. Notre Dame, Northwestern. Yeah. Northwestern. He's my number one. Yeah, Mark Murphy is your number one. Mark Murphy's my number one. Because for the same reason Houston just missed, he was right there yeah. when I was like, these are the Redskins, Dad. Dad, when are the Redskins come on? I mean, that's when I was introduced to Mark yeah. Murphy. He was a throwback and not the snot at you and didn't ever make a mistake. And statistically and, and whatnot, he's, Sound. without a doubt, you know, up there with Dale Green in terms of numbers, just in terms yep. of what he what he meant to a football team. Yeah. So that's why he made my number one. Wow. 
So you're you're closed out. I'm done. And that looks like you're on the clock. I got, I got, you're not closed out. I know. I got my number one. Me too. My number one, Sean Taylor. Mine too. Yeah. Which is why I threw him out. You know, he was, again, he came in as a top pick. We went with him over Kellen Winslow. If you ever actually thought there was a, uh, a chance we were going to go either way, I actually had the chance to ask Joe Gibbs that exact question in a golf cart ride from the Hall of Fame induction stage where Russ Grimm was inducted into the Hall of Fame to Russ Grimm's party. We, we, got, we, were, we had the chance to hitch a ride with Joe Gibbs uh, across the campus of Canton from, from the stage to the after party. And it was probably, you know, if it was... 15 minutes, it was, you know, roughly, give or take, two or three minutes. First question we had to ask. First question, Kevin Kevin asked, uh, we, Kevin Ewald and I were both, like, pressing him right away. Hey, what was, tell us about Sean Taylor. Tell us about drafting Sean Taylor. You know, what was the story about that? He was, he couldn't have been clearer. Best player in the draft. If he failed to them, they were racing to the podium. There was never a question that they were going to go with Kellen Winslow. From top to bottom, every single man in the room said, this is the guy. He is going to be an all-time great. I mean. And he would have been. He, he was would have, a freak. He, he didn't play I mean, long enough to be an all-time great. injury or something fair. like that, that would have happened, you know, while, in it, while he was a player. Uh, he, he, was, he, would have been, he would have been an all-time. He would have been a, a, a Lawrence Taylor-type player. He's a hitman. From his position that changed the way people approached their Meast. game plan. Meast. Everything he did in the field dazzled me and tickled me, and I couldn't get enough of watching an athlete like that guy. But I want to tell you, the reason why he's my number one is, he, of course, he died far too young as a very young father. But as a young father, he died protecting his family. He, he, he yeah. voluntarily showed up to a gunfight with a knife, legitimately, <laughs> and stood in front of his family. Yeah. And uh, the bullet just went to the wrong goddamn place. That's why I took him off. I just didn't think it was worth putting him in conversation because I think he would have been, you know, the greatest, without a doubt, the, probably the greatest DB, you know, no, no disrespect to Dale Green. He would have been the greatest DB in this franchise history if he had, you know, never met that fate. He yeah. was an all-pro, couple Pro Bowl selections. Um, he he had, was, And that was all done on raw talent. That yeah. was before he even really completely understood how the game was played at that level. Once he was able to match... His wisdom and experience yeah. with that ability? Are you kidding me? It would have been ridiculous. I mean, it would have been something no in, one's ever seen. He came in super young. The, the thing about it, you, you watched a guy uh, oh. figuring it out. I mean, he, came, he, he, was, he, was, he had issues when he came into the league. He had big issues. He, he, you know, the whole, what was the whole story leading up to one of those seasons? The fact that he never called Joe Gibbs back. You guys remember that? Yeah. Why didn't you call Joe Gibbs back? Joe Gibbs has been trying to call you. What are you not going to call Joe Gibbs back? I mean, th- he had a lot of stuff going on, and it, and it could have turned fans against him for life. Yeah. Um, but he just figured it out right in front of our eyes. Uh, learned how to be himself, you know, well, as a, a as a legend. People, I think a lot of people legend. took him yeah. aside and said, "Son, you have special abilities. You don't want to squander this." You need to. He could have gone to jail things. for a long you time. Got some I mean, he got you cleared need to of those learn. charges. Well, you got some things a, you need Joe to Gibbs learn. Joe Gibbs is a good guy who looks out for you, and they did. They had a they had a neat relationship. He, Joe Gibbs had never said it was it was all glorious. It was rocky. It had its road. It was, yeah. But you know, Greg Williamson, they had a certain Greg Williams. His kids yeah. called 
him the older brother. I mean, there's there's people that he finally trusted that were from this organization. It's a culture we, shock we were for gonna a lot have, of people. We were going to have him forever. He wasn't going anywhere. That guy was going to get paid properly. He was going to be happy to be here. Can you imagine the you know, conversation Jamie, he would have extended right Joe now? Kim's career? I'm telling you, for another two years. That's oh, easily. Uh, yeah, Joe Kim's never came back. They would have won. They would have won. Uh, you know, a playoff two, maybe more net. I mean, he was a huge. He would have been a huge difference maker. Since the time game. he's passed, I'm guessing there's over 1,000 plays that we would have seen him make yeah. that we didn't get to. Yeah. They wouldn't have messed around with not re-signing him to a long-term deal, I'll tell you that right now. Um, and I, we did get a chance to ask Joe Gibbs about you know the, that, that situation. I mean, clearly that whole year uh, just drained, drained that man, Joe Gibbs. I mean, that, that is the fact that he pulled that team together and still took them to the playoffs <clears throat> is unbelievable. And as you guys know, in the corner of this room, I got a jersey with the number 21 on it. Uh, it was Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley, Ethan Albright, and Chris Samuels all played in the Pro Bowl that year wearing the number 21. And um, I was able to get from Chris, you know, one of the jerseys that he wore that day. And, and, I, and the funny thing is he signed at Chris Cooley 21, and all these other guys wanted to sign sign that jersey. I probably told you guys the story a million times. Yeah. And I was like, nope, nope, no nope, thanks. nope, 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 don't need it. I just got one. That's all we need. Number twenty-one. Need it. And he he cleansed our franchise of Deion Sanders, who had worn twenty-one, what three or four years prior, which was a just a disaster. Was, yeah. I still have a thirty-six jersey too. I mean, uh, yeah. Any number. Yep. Any nobody's number. nobody's nobody would have been run, walking around now with a Sanders jersey. Oh, you'd be shocked. Just, no. You'd be shocked. No. Dude, there's some terrible he had jerseys out there. One great highlight with us, the punt return. But he that didn't, didn't even but go he didn't for a touchdown. Score. <laughs> yeah, but we did. Pat we Ward were there. I, Pat Ward and I did high five Biz Marquee as, as we went out yeah. to the place. That was good. That was the Tampa Bay uh, Monday night yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that game. In the press conference afterwards, Deanne Sanders was talking about pregnant. She was, he was like, I was pregnant for a long time, but that baby, she finally came. Yeah. She finally came. Yeah, and he, boy, was she a beautiful baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Give me a freaking break. Yeah, when Marty Schottenheimer got hired to be our coach, he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to retire because he runs Oklahoma's on the first day, so I'm not going to do that. But then I'm just going to come back in two years and play for Baltimore because their training camp is – their training camp, T, training camp. Marty Schottenheimer's training camp was no joke, apparently. Didn't make it right. It's still an important – it's so I'm on the couch. It's very important. <laughs> Super Eat your important. And say your prayers. <laughs> and, on that, and don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> this I is all it. kinds of that. You know what? That's where we're going out on tonight. Work hard. Don't do drugs. Take training camp seriously. Every last one of you. This drink is the audible. Milk. And drink your milk. Take your vitamins. <laughs> that was Peach Whitty. <laughs>